this week on the Convincing Idiots Podcast, episode number 174. We are again Nicholas. You did hear that correctly, Nicholas. This week we cover the Emmys. Somebody plays Richard Simmons in a new biopic coming up. We talk about some fun, weird facts that are true, but don't sound true. And what is true, we talk about favorite fictional music artists and favorite fictional bands this week. Stay with us, hang with us, keep listening, keep watching, keep rocking, and let's start the show. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today. Uh, Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm the millennial Santa. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing awesome. in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding awesome. a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hit hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note... Uh... And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean the Zennial. I'm Brian Gen X. And silence falls mm. over the millennial. Yet again. Yeah. Um, he is he is out this week. We we wish him the best of luck with his breast augmentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully that goes well. Um, but not a lot of people understand that it's not going to be on the front. So, well, well, I, we we've said too much. So. It's an interesting story, yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah, we'll let so him let's, tell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since uh, our millennial is not here uh, this week, Dean, I'll do his job yet again. Sure. And tell you where we can be found and what we are and all that stuff. So we are a podcast with three friends from three generations talking all things nerd and pop culture. Whatever we wish to talk about for that week, glad you are listening or watching us. Uh, you might be listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Amazon Music. Wherever you listen to podcasts, look for the Convincing Idiots podcast. You can also ask your smart speaker to play the Convincing Idiots podcast, and she will be thrilled to do that for you. You might be listening to us or watching us on our YouTube music channel. Check us out there. You can watch us there or just listen. That's a cool thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a regular YouTube channel as well at uh, Convincing Idiots. All show information can be found in two main places. Uh, Google link tree convincing idiots is simply a page with links to all of our social media where you can find us, etc. And you go to one place, go to our website, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. All show information is there. Links to our merch store, ways to sponsor the show, 
links to new episodes, videos, etc., all there on the good old website. Uh, we've seen some folks out there. Nick's the dating profile is up there too. So it is. Look just for that. in case. Yeah, just in case. Mm-hmm. Just in case. That's right. Uh, you know, a uh, back boob guy, something like that. Yeah, that's right. Something like that. I don't know. He's, he's working on it. He's working on it. You in the market uh, for new titty meat? He is too. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Got it in already, folks. Mm-hmm. Take take your first and convincing drink. idiots drink. Yeah, we have they mentioned uh, other uh, night court or yep. uh, other things. Yeah, just get ready. Anyway, so it's going to be a fun ride. That's right. That's right. So glad uh, you are, again, out there. We appreciate your support. Um, Dean, yep. you, you look a little less hairy today. How are yeah. you? What's yeah, happening? Yeah. Sir? All right. Um, so my beard was uh, getting out of control. It was, it was unruly, as a, mm. some might say. So I'm there, and I am, let me, I'm just as I speak here, the video. Um, so I was, I have my beard trimmer and it has the little number dial thing and it's mm-hmm. seven i put it at seven that's the length i enjoy um <laughs> i'm a size queen what can i say so i'm i i do it up i i, I trim everything and i set it down on the counter and i grab the little scissors to do the mustache because you can't really do exactly mm-hmm. what you need with the with the mustache with the beard trimmer so i'm, I'm trimming it up not even looking i reach down i grab the trimmers and i didn't realize that the guard had dropped from seven oh, to a three. Oh boy! And and I describe it, not even looking, and just go up from my neck to my chin, and about to here, it cuts a strip. <laughs> and at that length, where it hits, and, and for audio, it's it's kind of like the, the 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 almost the point of my chin. So there's no line you could mm. make. Yeah. And then yeah. So I I, I went with a couple different. Uh, uh, stylings. Uh, actually, I, I have some sort of a. Uh, I had a Civil War general. I sent the picture to Nick mm-hmm. and Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, and if interested, I feel free to post that. Okay. Um, and then I had, and then I had a mustache for the past couple of days. But then once I cut the hair, now I got a shorter haircut than I have in the past, you know, eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, I look like a super trooper with just the mustache. So I had to just cut that off, and now I just it's more of just a stubble situation mm. going on now mm. um i feel a little little cleaner right now so it's the whole re the dean does this like reboot look at least annually I, for the yeah, most I, part I, I used to do it once a year until somebody told me i look like my brother then i mm. vowed never to do it again um but this yeah this was not a uh on purpose situation i was i was quite pissed yeah well, it looks it looks good. So, but uh, we we do apologize for our uh, viewers who are expecting yeah. the full uh, bearded Zenio Dean as we're right. accustomed to. So, yeah, stay with it. You can watch the progression. Get, <laughs> That's right. Each week. Yeah, watch the progression of the beard and mm-hmm. the continued regression of the human wearing the beard. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I don't know if there's much left to regress. <laughs> there's a certain point, Brian, that we hit where it just hits bottom. You know? So yeah, we're we're, we're plateauing here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> sure are. We're plateauing on life. We're plateauing on our ability to Humanity. provide entertainment uh, to you out there. Yeah. 
Uh, maybe in Sweden. We've noticed a couple more viewers in, oh, there in, you go. in, in Sweden, listeners in Sweden. So we appreciate you. Maybe maybe they think we're funnier or more entertaining over there. I'm pretty yeah. sure, joke-wise, I plateaued at episode two. Mm. Mm. And we are now, Brian, what is this, episode 174? Yes. Yes, indeed. Look at us. Look at yep. us. Yep. Well, we, we fully expect to be uh, at least uh, as popular as ABBA. You know, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have like a the whole, um, you know, video show and everything else going on. Yeah, it's, we, we expect someday. In our honor. Yeah, the whole Avatar thing. We expect yep. that someday. Yep. I like the festival thing. That's good. Well, we're going to have to. We'll have to have an Avatar in order to have Nick around. I mean, mm -hmm. he's going to yeah. people have to, be able to experience him some way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get him on here. Apparently, apparently it's not on this uh, on this uh, <laughs> series. <laughs> Well, beyond shaving and rebooting, anything else new, sir, you want to mention? Um, no, just, you know, working. Okay. I don't, not, nothing, uh, nothing too exciting. Um, took the kids rock climbing. It's a indoor rock climbing thing in Akron. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. More like a, they call it bouldering. Okay. Um, it's so it's not like straight up. So like it kind of tilts back, tilts up, down. You know what I mean. So there's a lot of angles that you can climb. And um, these experienced guys were like upside down doing this shit. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I had. I've uh, injured my shoulder, so I so I couldn't uh, uh, participate. Mm -hmm. So I had to be just a uh, uh, the photographer, which I'm all right with. But it does seem like a lot of fucking fun. I, I, I was bummed out that I didn't get to do it. But the kids and Megan, they had a great time. So that's that's all that counts. Yeah, we're going to have fun with the exercise as well. Yeah. Other than, uh, cool. other than that, that that's, a, that's about it. So how about you? Other than uh, crying at the uh, foot of the star. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> laid low uh, on the weekend. Well, first of all, Allie and I did go out and have a nice evening on Friday. Went out to the uh, Magic City Brewing Company here locally nice. in Northeast Ohio. Very good food, good beer. Uh, we know it's one of Millennial Nick's favorite places. Also, went next door over to Finney's again, Dean, where we uh, yeah. sat before. Had some uh, ice-cold Shiner Cheers over there with Allie. It was a really nice time. Very nice. Uh, yeah, so that was cool. And the weekend we decided to lay low, stayed in, watched football, and saw two of the, uh, you know, both main games that we were. I was rooting for. We were yep. well, I was anyway. You know, the Cleveland Browns locally just were absolutely annihilated by the Houston Texans. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, C.J. Stroud for Houston looked like he's the real deal. Former uh, quarterback of Ohio State Buckeyes, so that's one reason to kind of root for him. But he just killed Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns, uh, as did the Houston defense. And then Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys, as you just alluded to, Nick and I's favorite uh, team, Shit, just completely, yeah, the, the the worst, literally the worst playoff loss in Cowboys history. Period, embarrassing, lopsided. Y'all's coach is bewildering. I don't understand that move at all. You're, nope. you're keeping a coach, and then you're also, I hear, potentially signing Dak Prescott to, to another extension for a couple of years. I think it's just going to be next year. You finish up Mike McCarthy's contract. Jerry Jones can freely say, hey, I gave this guy a few years. And he'll blow it up after next year if they don't uh, they don't advance farther. I, I would have to 
You would believe it. It is bewildering, though. To, it was really just a horrible, horrible game. So, anyhow, not if you're a Packers fan. Packers look great. Yep, so, that's true. Hey, you know, good for them. So, that's it. Then back All to work right. this week and busy week and good stuff at work and everything's fine and good. And, good. Yep. Waiting for the winter storm, allegedly, tomorrow. So, I guess we'll yep, see. Yep, yep. We're, uh, we're going to keep my eye out the window here. So. Yep. Well, since we've been staying in a little bit more, cold weather and all that, have you watched anything or you wish to recommend, sir, in Idiot yep. Reviews? Actually, uh, throughout the throughout the week, sorry, goddamn it, yes. Uh, throughout the week, we, we've been catching up and we finished because it dropped, the, the finale dropped today of Reacher Season 2. Okay. So we have, have watched the whole Reacher uh, two seasons. Mm-hmm. Again, like Still I said recommend? last week. I do. It's it's silly. It's funny. It's it's eighties. Um, like when I say eighties, I mean like the ridiculousness of the action sequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at a certain point, he, he's lay, laying out the side of a of a airplane, holding on with one hand a gurney with a girl strapped to it. <laughs> As he's being beat, had the shit beating out of him by the bad guy. It's kicking him and, and punching him. And so, you know what I mean? Like running and, and sh- shooting everybody in the room and no cops show up. No, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's you, once you realize that's what you're watching. And granted, I also said last week, it, it's not the best writing or it's meant to be written as like campy. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's entertainment. It, it is literally mindless entertainment. It's, it is a go. popcorn show. There you go. And I guess there it's the highest uh, rated thing on net, uh, Prime right now. All right. Like ever. Like it's season two has been the most watched thing ever on Prime. That's, that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then while we were actually waiting today for Reacher to drop at 8 o'clock, um, we watched the episode. I know there's four seasons, but we watched the first episode of Jack Ryan with I, with John yeah. Krasinski. I do want to see that. How was it? Uh, it's good. It's it's a mm-hmm. it's what you'd think a CIA um, espionage action mm-hmm. movie would be. Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> it's like a real version of Reacher, you know what I mean? Like, it, like based on, like, how things, you know, would go down in, in, in fighting situations and shooting and bombing situations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to continue with that. Okay. I just got Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing the, the free trial there, so i got a month to decide if I like it. I tell you, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. I'm, I'm digging it. I, I might just keep it. We'll see. I've had it for a while. I mean, in part because of the you know the the free shipping and well, quote unquote free shipping. Although you're of course you're paying a subscription, so you know who right. knows if you're really making out there or not in the long run. But yeah, I agree with you. They definitely have some have good, pretty good content, some good original shows. You know, the boys obviously is a few things on there that yep, I get to start catching back up with it. some really cool documentaries. Which, uh, I was looking through yeah. today. Some mm-hmm. of the documentaries look really good. I'm excited yeah. about that. Yep, and they're getting the if you're a James Bond fan. I think some of those are coming over. Yep, to, I saw those as well on there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, good. Anything else? What do I, uh, no, that that's that's all I got for me. What what about you? You got anything to recommend? 
Yeah, actually, I mentioned this last week. You know, we did our, uh, if you did not listen to the last episode, we talked about uh, some of our favorite movies that took place within a 24-hour period. And we talked about some movies yeah. that we want to see that uh, maybe we caught caught our eye as we were going through the, the list out there. And I watched one. I watched Rope, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. 1948, James Stewart. An interesting, interesting thing about this was it was uh, shot as in one evening take. So, but they did not have the film technology to shoot it in one continuous take. So, I was interested interested to see how they did it, and it was very. Did you, did you see the, the the cuts? Were you oh, able yeah. to very simple. point them out? Yep, very clever, very simple. All he did every also off every so often was like a guy be standing there to have a scene. And he would zoom in on the guy's like jacket or something like that. Just like uh, walking up to the guy. Yeah, yeah. And, all of a sudden, and then you back up, and then it's just continuing right where the scene left yeah, that, off. That's some some of the tricks to where like or somebody will walk past yep. the camera and like yep. and it's so seamless because like you said they'll be wearing something dark to where they can take that line. And I mean it's a yep. masterful, especially the way they had to cut film like literally with you know razor blades and such back then. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Very interesting movie. I've not watched many Hitchcock films, which is I need to watch more of them. You know, I've watched some of the classics, but uh, it was very good. James Stewart was spectacular as always. And sure. Interesting premise. These guys literally kill a friend, and then they have a dinner party with his friends and family to basically see if they can get away with it. They think they're smarter than everybody else, and <laughs> that's it. And then and they invite James Stewart as one of their smarter friends, and then it's a whole drama thing. Is it are you going to get caught or not get caught and everything else? So, uh, good watch, interesting, creepy. So definitely recommend Rope all the way back in 1948. And there's a very cool series I watched, binged through it already on Netflix. Fool me once. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this or not on Netflix just yet. Michelle Keegan. Adil Akhtar, uh, Richard Armitage. It's, it's a um, a military couple, basically, and her husband is uh, killed. And then it's a whole intriguing drama from there. She thinks she sees him. And then you start to wonder, is he really alive? Did he fake his death? What's going <laughs> on? And then you also find out her sister was murdered as well. And then it's a whole... A lot of things going on, you know, the, okay. it's like a detective solving thing. You don't really know exactly what happens. So every episode, they continue to put the pieces together in the story. It's based on a novel. Uh, very, very good. I'm going to say it's like uh, eight episodes, something like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's solid. If you like that type of thing, mystery, yeah. drama type story, I would recommend Fool okay. Me Once on Netflix. That's it. That's the main two. Oh, and I did finish Fargo season five. So the, the series yep. finale was uh, this week. Uh, just, again, spectacular. John Hamm, great. A lot of people, folks great in that series. So Fargo season five, rock solid, uh, start to finish, very intense drama, uh, violent, everything else. If it's not your sure. thing, you know, it's, you know but uh, I loved it. There very you go. Good. Yep. Oh, um, did you watch... Um... What, what? Hold on. What network is it on? It. Uh, my drawing blank. It. It's that uh, the 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 thing where Aaron Blake saves you money. Um. Mm. It, it's Blake Insurance. <clears throat> because Brian, Tell me about Blake, it. 
Blake, Blake Insurance is an Erie insurance agency located right here in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, and business insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. You want to call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. When you do, tell them that the idiots indeed sent you. Very good. Well, Dean, I believe that's a fact. It is. That's that's, that's Uh, absolute fact. And coming at you in, in segment two, uh, a question about facts that you suggested mm. is going to be a part of our Ask an Idiot segment this week. So I'm going to bring that to you next, along with some pop culture headlines. So stay tuned for another millennial-less episode of Convincing Idiots. Hashtag millennial boob back. Jen X. Bryan here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Very delicate. It's a, it's a bit of a departure from the kind of thing you normally play. What do you call this? Well, this piece is called uh, Lick My Love Pump. This is the loudest. Rock and roll. Most explosive band in heavy metal history. This is Spinal Tap. It's such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. The funniest movie ever made about rock and roll. He choked on vomit. Well, I can't prove whose vomit it was. The monumental classic. There was a Stone Age monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. The makeup of your audience seems to be young boys. Oh, it's a sexual thing, really. We've got, you know, armadillos in our trousers. I mean, it's really quite frightening. No, don't have I was just pointing at it. Well, don't point. I'm sure I'd feel much worse if I weren't under such heavy sedation. The cult phenomenon. The numbers all go to 11. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top? number and make that a little louder. These go to 11. This is Spinal Tap. Back in five, four, three. Welcome back to Convincing Idiots. We get no Nick tonight. No, we're Nicholas. Nicholas, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, pop culture headlines here, Dean. So, the one of the bigger headlines, although did not have very good ratings, was the Emmy Awards happened on Sunday. Now that okay, uh, with an interesting choice, they chose to air the Emmys right against an NFL playoff game. So that's probably <laughs> almost certainly impacted their ratings. Sure. I don't know if it's all the same audience, but it definitely is an impact here. So I think it was the lowest rated maybe ever, if I read that correctly. Only like three some million folks watched it. But they, I, and I missed it too. I was watching a football game. It was the right. uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay game and Philadelphia. No, that was Monday. So that was Monday. I said Sunday. It was Monday. Monday. Yes, Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, didn't, I, I didn't they normally used to be on Sundays though? I I think I normally so. all I, award shows were like on Sundays or some shit. Maybe not the Emmys though. I don't know. Huh. I just I all don't right. really catch the Emmys as much, and I don't know why. I just never really really gravitated toward it. But I do like you know you I mean, you and I both like you know, good television shows certainly. So. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I did not see, and I wish I would have watched it. I had to go back and watch it on on uh, on YouTube and stuff like that, but. They had a few classic shows. Cast I did see the out. clip of Martin. Yes, they had Martin. They had Cheers. Dean, I don't know if you saw that. Or oh, I didn't. I didn't see the Cheers. I have to go back and pull those up. All the living members of the original Cheers, with the exception Shelley Long, is alive. I I misspoke a, little, a few episodes back that I thought she had passed on. Shelley Long I, is no, alive. No, 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 no. She no, she died. No, no, she, no. She's she's with us, and Woody Harrelson did not make it. Now Woody Harrelson, I saw he didn't make it because he was in a play. So otherwise, he uh, may have made it. So still, I'm telling you what this this is some of that um, this Mandela effect shit because I remember her dying. Well, I mean, we're thinking of uh, Rebecca. no, 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 no. She, yeah, Rebecca. She, she, yeah. Uh, uh, she died. Yeah. No, Shelley Long is still with us. She is seventy-four years old. Yes. What? Yes, indeed. I, That's her heart. This is this is Mandela effect. Uh, if anybody else uh, remembers Shelley Long dying just a couple years back, let us know. Yep. If, if if anybody else is like me, I I definitely remember her dying a couple years ago. Yep, it it certainly seems that way. But uh, there were some nice moments. Uh, okay, you, you may have saw uh, this Christina Applegate came out. Um, I mean, escorted out. I mean, poor thing suffering from is it is it uh, MS? MS. I, yeah, poor I, I thing. did see that. I did watch yeah. that clip. But she you know, made fun of herself and everything. So that's that's nice to see. It is still trying to have a good sense of humor. So that was a nice moment and a nice standing ovation and everything. And yeah. she kind of mocked the crowd for standing because she can't stand. <laughs> right. <laughs> she said they're making fun of her affliction, which is funny. Uh, so a lot of good moments there. But some of the big winners, uh, Secession is a huge winner in the drama category. It was the best drama series and several actors and actresses won. Uh, the Bear for comedy series. I need to check these shows out. They win all these accolades. Uh, Nick says accolades. The Bear's uh, good. I think it's on Max, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, FX. FX, thank you so much. So it's going to be like on Hulu. Okay. Okay. Uh, Beef continues to win. I mean, it won a lot of uh, won all the awards, literally, that it was up for in the Golden what, Globes. What is Beef? Beef is that uh, so Ali Wong and Stephen Young, the it's like it starts with a road rage incident. Like I'm doing the peace sign. The balloon's coming up. I love it. <laughs> uh, so on our, again, on a video app, we, we learned that if you make certain hand gestures, we did, couldn't figure it out for a while because we were a bunch of dumbasses. But yep. as we make different hand gestures, different graphics appear on the video screen, balloons, fireworks, different things, thumbs up, thumbs up when you're talking about death on accident, you know, stuff like that. But anyway. Yeah. Yep. I was uh, real yeah, excited about it, that lady that died. Yeah, poor Cindy Morgan. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's a road rage incident, and they just become in- intertwined, and oh, they're out to for revenge on each other. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen the previous. So so good. So definitely, definitely check that out. 
Uh, but those are some of the big winners. Elton John won for a his live variety special, and he became another member of the EGOT club, if you will. Elton John, okay. so Emmy, yeah. Grammy, Oscar, Tony. So it's a very esteemed career for sure for him. Um, yeah, so just good stuff. Another uh, item of note on uh, for a variety talk series, Trevor Noah on and The Daily Show finally upset John Oliver. They've won that award for several years in a row. So he beat them John off Oliver and made fun of definitely it. Definitely deserves it. It's that show's yeah, so good. Very good. Yeah, so just uh, some good stuff there. So a couple of things makes me want to, and then see limited uh, movie supporting actress uh, Nisi Nash bets for Dahmer. She gave a very good speech, kind of thanking herself. And yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, so just a lot of you know, a lot of good moments and everything. So it seemed like it'd be a well done uh, uh, episode. It just it just again just kind of got overshadowed by Anthony Anderson. I guess as well as the host from you know formerly from Blackish. Um, yeah, and Honored shows that aired from June 1st, 2022 to May 31st, 2023. So that normally it airs in the toward the end of the year last year, but it was delayed because of the writers and actors strike and all that stuff. So that's the reason for the delay. Okay. So that's it. So, I, it, I mean, obviously you didn't watch it either. Is it I just, didn't. Is it, is it not of interest to you? You just didn't get to it? Watch it? Is just any reason um, or just that? Eh. I was flipping back and forth from the football game and Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, football and wrestling uh, overtook uh, the Emmys for me. Yeah, tough night to have. I'm gonna, I, I would venture to guess maybe they aired on a different night next year or make sure it doesn't conflict with uh, pro football right. next time around. So, Well, I mean, anything else that we already mentioned? Is there anything else beyond the bear that's based on awards and what you're hearing and seeing? Is there anything you might want to pick up and watch based on um, the Emmy I, awards? I definitely, I definitely want to see the bear. Mm-hmm. And I always, I just know that I would enjoy Secessions if I yeah. if I sat down and watched it. Yeah, I think I'll pick that up as well. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, good stuff. Um, well, another big news. Speaking of football, this happened over the weekend as well. Um, the first NFL playoff game, only available on streaming, aired on. Saturday night. This was the Miami Dolphins at the Kansas City Chiefs. On Peacock. On Peacock only. 23. Out of all the choices, they chose the cock. Yeah, so NBC clearly had the rights for the game. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if the the NFL, they must have to allow it as well. I would think. I don't know, but clearly the NFL allowed them to only put it on streaming. Uh, I was actually very surprised that they made you pay for a subscription. I was thinking they were going to make you download the app and watch it for free, so you at least have the app and they could market you. Yeah. But no, you had to pay five ninety nine for the subscription to get access to the game if you did not have Peacock already. I happen to have access to it uh, from a very nice person loaning me his password, so. That was very cool. So we were able to watch and enjoy the game. And NBC you know, making a lot of negative press is kind of patting themselves on the back that they put out the highest televised, you know, highest viewed streaming live event ever. It did its job. 
It definitely did its job. I was listening to uh, ESPN, uh, let's see, a podcast, a Tony Kornheiser show on, uh, not, it's not an ESPN, but it's Tony Kornheiser. And one of his uh, uh, cast members is talking about the math there, basically. So he figured with the, the amount of viewers that bought it for one-time viewing, gave NBC about 41 million bucks or so. Yep. I assume his numbers are right. And so then you figure if half the people forget to cancel and pay another month, that's another 20 million, obviously, that they made. Mm-hmm. And now you start to wonder, are we going to see a day where playoff or the Super Bowl well, or something like that is going to, you're going to have to pay think to watch. No, I don't think the Super Bowl. I think much advertising. Think- yeah, that pays for itself, and it's a national treasure. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it, I just can't see it happening. I can see playoff games and other games. Um, yet there are rumors that um, Monday Night Raw, uh, Monday Night Raw has been on the air for what thirty years now, and there the TV rights are coming up, and there's rumor that they're going to go to Amazon. Hmm. Amazon Prime. Wow. And it's been um, on like I, TNT or something for a while. Uh, U- USA Network for probably thirty six of the or twenty six of the thirty years on okay. USA Network. They did a small USA. stint on on TNN or TNT, the old mm-hmm. TNT network, now Spike, uh, okay. years ago. But mainly been on one network, mm-hmm. and now they're they're going to go to a streaming platform. That's the rumor. Excuse me. I don't know. From now, a, that, that's why I have Brian. That's why I have the the free trial for Prime is because of the Thursday night the Browns game Thursday night uh, a few weeks back. Hmm. Um, I wasn't smart enough because I went through my uh, I have the cable and I mm-hmm. went through my guide thing and it didn't show um, the football game on our local network after I already got Prime and, and that's right. And went ahead and, and signed up for it and everything. Then I looked online. Somebody goes, "Oh yeah, they're definitely they have to show it on your on the local. So it's on ABC or whatever." I'm like, "Well, shit. Oh well, I already have." Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you could argue some of this is already kind of there in the sense of you, you know, there's a lot of major sports that you have to have at least cable to watch. Right. I mean, right. if you if you're if you're an NBA fan, for example, it, you you you're have not to have yes, you have to yeah, you have to have cable because there's not just not enough games on network television. You have to have the that's what they got major holiday Christmas Day and stuff like that. But there's you're, not many our, NBA our games. Our local on. baseball is on cable. That's right. Sto that's right. The, the network Sto is on uh, uh up, what channel whatever thirty seven or whatever. Yeah. But football is one that's never really crossed that, and obviously the prime. But you know, ninety nine percent of the Thursday night games are garbage anyway. You know, frankly, right? I don't know. And and they they the the telecast was basically almost it was exactly like watching it on NBC, oh, 100%. but on Peacock. They had nothing special. Nope. They had commercials. Yep. I mean, I mean, there's going to be timeouts in a football game, and you could at least done something more creative than this throwing more ads in our face while you're at it, while you're taking people's money. I want sideline interviews. I want just show the crowd shots, even if the commentators have to go take a piss. Show crowd shots, and yeah, is just don't give me commercials. I'm already giving you the money that you you would have got from commercials. 
Right. Greedy shits. Exactly. Put some people on the sidelines. I noticed that ESPN did that, like for uh, college, some of the bowl games. They they yeah. had uh, on ESPN too. They had guys on the sideline, running, literally running around and getting different advantage points of the game yeah. to at least to give you something creative to watch. You know what I but mean? But if you're so, that goddamn greedy, have one of the commentators drink a fucking coke. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, oh yeah, these people are. Uh, uh, are loving this tonight. You know, I'm running up and down here, and I couldn't do it without my Nike whatevers. Yep. That's right. Fucking well, product placement, you lazy shit. That's right. So for all the complaining that the average NFL fan did, if you complain but yet paid the money the, to watch the, the game, you, you got are, nothing. You have now become part of the problem. Yep. They would have needed so many people to. You know, obviously, not pay the money. Now, again, you could argue, would they have had more viewers on network television in general than 20-some million? So did you lose something there, perhaps? But they also they infused the company with 40 million bucks, so I'm well, sure but, they're not too upset. But think about it this way, Brian. Um, like I said, with the Thursday night game, that 40 million people that they got on Peacock was from out of market. That's because true. like the yep. market has to have the local game right. shown Miami, on their Kansas local. City. Yep. So you're t- you're talking about forty million from people that weren't hometown fans. Yep. So they weren't diehards. They were just NFL fans wanting to see NFL playoffs. Right. So could it work? Absolutely. Yep. Why not? Yeah. I don't think you could do it multiple networks. I think you're running the risk of alienating if you go, you need this app and this app. No. If you just go, if fuck, but if you're going to do that, why not just go have an NFL app and go, you can watch everything here. Kind of like the, um, what's the thing they did? Sunday ticket. Yeah. And do an app where you have all of that in one spot and mm-hmm. you get all the money. Well, YouTube has the NFL ticket thing now like the red yeah. zone i guess and all that from direct tv yep. and everything i don't know that's a problem you think you, you get well i guess they're relying too that you know younger people are more savvy in the streaming and that the so i don't know i guess we'll see but you're probably you're probably right it's probably not going back not nope. going backwards yes, keep testing the waters it. yep all right well nfl fuck you how about that there you have it don't do that don't do that to the average fan there you go. Okay. Um, can, I, can I play Apple's devil's advocate? Sure. Hey, fans, stop being bitches. That's right. Pony up the money, you cheap bastards. That's right. Exactly right. Well, you mentioned WrestleMania is coming yep. up. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not. I just thought this was interesting. A very, just a very small clip here. A former, the, the, the former biggest wrestle. Pro wrestling star of the 80s and into the 90s, even recently rescued a teenage girl from a car crash. Did it's you an see incredible the story? story? I did see the story. Okay. Yeah, please go ahead then. No, no, I, I didn't. I, 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 if you know the details, I didn't click on the details. I, I read kind of the, the headline and a couple of the, you know, bylines of it. But yeah, she was in a crash. He, he went over, he's pulled over, I think, something like that. And, yeah, the car was flipped over, and the great Hulk Hogan rescued a teenage girl. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, 
nobody found it weird that he ripped his shirt off it when he was done. It was it, it was wild. Like everybody was just eh, it's first of all it was Florida. They just assume everybody does that when they do something good because nothing really good happens there. Yep. You know. Well, you're assuming he had a shirt on to begin with. The, ooh, that's a valid point. You know. Yeah. Do you know do you know how he got her out? He leg dropped the car. That's right. And the door just fell off. Yep. And he gave yep. gave it a good the big boot mm-hmm. to to her to her seatbelt. It popped right off and Yep. Yep. The car had him down for a second. He just, just put the hand up to the Oh yeah, ear. he hawked up. Yep. Shook, yep. Shaking his head with his wet hair and going going about everything. Now the only the only messed up thing about it was I mean good for him that he did such a thing. But like just out of instinct, when he had her, when he picked her up out of the car, he body slammed her. That's right. Yeah, that was Back that was not ground. called for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have that. Yep. yep. Well, good for you, Hulk Hogan, for saving a, a a a young a young girl. What a story for her too. Wow. Yep. Right. I was rescued by this big guy. It's Hulk Hogan. Who? That was her. That was her reaction. I'm sure. Yeah. Who? Who? Well, Hulk Hogan, honestly, is is probably one of the most <laughs> recognizable person and names in in American pop culture. I don't yep. care what uh, age you are. Yep. It's. I mean, he is like when if somebody asks, you know, you know, I tell them, yeah, I watch professional wrestling. The majority of them go, oh, you mean like that Hulk Hogan shit? You know what I mean? Like he is synonymous with pro wrestling, whether you watch it or not. Given like how, what he did and. Uh, throughout his career, movies, TV. I mean, he did have a little bit of unfortunate uh, situation with the the sex tape thing that mm-hmm. that happened. He yeah. said some things that were pretty abhorrent and and mm-hmm. awful. Um, that that nobody could fucking condone. But uh, he, then he saves a girl from a burning car. So I mean, there you have it. There you have it. Yeah, it well, doesn't. It does not. By no means. What I just said. By no means. Am I making it um, okay or giving excuse or or saying anything like that about the awful bigotry language that he did on those tapes? I, I want to yeah. make that clear. That's right. And the car, I don't think, it was burning. It was just flipped over, but still, yeah, he did. He did rescue the girl. All right. I heard the Anything? iron cheek flipped it over. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. A new short film is coming. Sometimes you get these, like, you know, people play a role, and sometimes you're like, nah, I don't, I just don't quite get it. And you hear another person is playing somebody in a biopic, you're like, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So uh, We've read Paul, the same news stories, haven't we? <laughs> Do you see that, too? Yeah. 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 So, uh, Paulie Shore has been cast in a short film to play Richard Simmons. So Richard Simmons, certainly a very odd character in his own right. Uh, very nice man. Just, just seemed to just, just wanted to help people with his exercise and motivational for, tapes, etc. For, for those, for those of uh, our millennials that might be listening, Richard Simmons was a 1980s fitness yes. guru. Yes, he had fitness sure. uh, videos that Sweat he did, oldies. sweating to the oldies, where he would um, be on a soundstage dancing with um, regular housewives that are yep. wanting to get in shape and listening to oldies music in the background. He mm-hmm. had um, fun uh, Afro-like curly hair 
a, mm-hmm. a really Full short shorts, shorts mm-hmm. tube socks, and and a, and a really just um, energetic, charismatic, flamboyant mm-hmm. personality. Um, and then towards the the what I would guess two thousands or whatever, he just kind of disappeared. Yeah, and it was like a whole rumor that he had been kidnapped by his housekeeper. They had a podcast, right. like, where's Richard Simmons and this and that. And he's come out publicly a couple of times and, and said... He just that, recently about this. <laughs> yeah, he's completely un... He did not endorse any of this movie. Not. not with his permission, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's too bad there. So I hope that they do him well in the portrayal. I, it sounds like it will be, it just portraying him as who he was as kind of an odd guy trying to help people so i would think that mm-hmm. given paulie shore and what he has gone through in his career about mm-hmm. trying to 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 be taken seriously and not be the butt of the joke uh from his peers and whatnot i find it hard to believe that he would take a role like this and and beat up somebody else I who, who, who yeah. kind of takes a beating like he does Mm-hmm. So I I, I kind of would like to hope that Polly Shore would would kind of take this seriously and and not either make a mockery of it or not portray him in in the horrible light. Again, how many of us know the actual true story about like Richard Simmons and who he is? Not many. So it's not like we can go. You know what? That's bullshit. Only Richard Simmons could do that. Right. But I I just hope that that there's enough respect. On Polly's side, to for that not to be a, a thing, I agree with you. I I tend to think though he's not going to make fun of anybody. I think he's really yeah. going to try to treat him well and all that. That's right. One of the most interesting pop culture figures of the eighties, without question. Yeah, without question. Well, well, look at what they did to Weird Al. You did right. you watch the Weird Al biopic? Uh, love it, love it. Um, th- what Daniel Radcliffe did to. Uh, to Weird Al was bullshit. Weird Al was much more of a badass than than that movie portrayed. It's <laughs> much more of a womanizer. Um, yeah. Just all yeah. around sex symbol. I hear. Mm-hmm. That's so right. It's it's just rude what uh, what Daniel Radcliffe did or Ra- Radcliffe is that how you pronounce that kid's name? That's Radcliffe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not a kid anymore, but you know. Yeah. Hopefully, Paul Short is fucking better. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh. Interesting AI story. So there's a there was a George Carlin AI stand-up act created recently. So more than what? fifteen yes, this is interesting. More than fifteen years after his death, I'm reading this from uh article here. Uh so an, an artificial intelligence generated special called uh let's see here george carlin i'm glad i'm dead so it comes out so it's an ai trained comedian if you will so it's totally ai and he kind of trained it to impersonate george carlin so it very clearly says i'm not george carlin i am imitating him right so it doesn't portray to be him but obviously the title is george carlin i'm glad i'm dead so it's i guess it's a whole stand-up act of this AI thing sounding like George Carlin. Okay, so um, Kelly Carlin, who is the George Carlin's uh, daughter, 
uh, is not thrilled with this at <laughs> all, as you might imagine. Right. So she's saying uh, her quote, let's let the artist work speak for itself. Humans are so afraid of the void that we can't let what has fallen into it stay there. Here's an idea. How about we give some actual living human comedians a listen to? We're going to listen to the genuine George Carlin. He has 14 specials that you can find anywhere. And she also said, I'm, this is on X. She posted some of this stuff. I'm worried about his legacy, his reputation, his art. I'm allowed to do that as his daughter and while I'm alive. It's important that these corporations don't rape and pillage art. And so that was they, his message. They... That was part of his message through right. through his through his stand up was was what these greedy corporate uh, and corporations would do and will do and are doing and 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 the government and this stuff like he's that was what he was against and now right. when he dies we they do that to him. Fuck, man. There's no fucking way George Carlin would have ever remotely gave permission for any of this to happen, to your point. It never would have happened. No. Never. Never. So, Although there, there, there is a voice in my head, in George Carlin's voice, that goes, they can hear him saying, I'm dead. What the fuck does it matter? <laughs> right. But no, I I agree with you hundred percent. It's it's bullshit. It is blasphemy of 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 the pop culture nature and kind. I yeah, that pisses me off to no end. Yeah. I'm such a huge fan of uh, comedy and stand up and and George Carlin himself. I, I like many of us grew up on George Carlin. Mm-hmm. And and to have somebody um, spit in his fucking face, spit on his grave like that, to do something like that, it's just fucking awful. Fuck yeah. whoever that is. I don't like it. I don't want to see it again either. I, I'm 100% nope. in agreement with you. So let's see here. This is from, let's see, it's an hour-long special from Dudzy, Dudzy, excuse me, Dudzy, a comedy AI that hosts a YouTube show with Mad TV alum Will Sasso and podcaster Chad Coltkin. So that's where it came from. You would so think Will Sasso would know better. Right. Right. And he's funny. He's he does some of the he does Hilarious. awesome impersonations and everything. Uh, Jesse Ventura is phenomenal. His Jesse yes. Ventura is spot on. Anyway, we don't let's not see this shit again, everybody. Nope. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, that is an unfortunate fact as well, Dean. So uh, let's go into our Ask an Idiot segment here. You had a question about facts you wanted to pose here. Yeah, all right. So I would like to know, there's so many weird um, and crazy facts out there in this world that if you tell the normal person, they go, no, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. But they are, in fact, true. Um, Mm -hmm. So what what is some of our favorite um facts that that don't seem to be true but actually are let me start i'm going to give the example it's it's always my go-to my favorite fact if i'm you know if i want to pop in any conversation with a weird random fact it is this george washington never knew dinosaurs existed hmm he died before the first dinosaur, before they, all right, so they found, they ended up finding bones in like the 1600s, but they didn't know what they were, and they were in like in Tunisia or whatever. Um, 
and but the term dinosaur was was only coined in 1842. Hmm. And 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 George Washington died in in the you know early 1800s. So so the majority of the founding fathers did not know that dinosaurs were a thing. Interesting. Yeah. That's always that's that's my 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 favorite fact. Just random parties, throw that out there. By the time George Washington died, they had not discovered or dug up full uh dinosaur, you know, fossils. Hmm. So, there you go. How about that? What it's, about you? Yeah, Do you have a uh, fun fact? I don't know if it's fun. It's just when you said just kind of a fact, what's, what what came to my mind is like some facts that are just bewildering, and one is it, it's it's really alarming to me, but it is a fact. It don't it doesn't seem real, I guess, to me. Nick's gonna have but, one boob on his back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just it, you know, it's, it's, I guess it may be kind of a downer, but it's, it's the, the global warming. There's so many facts of global warming. It just you know, one. It's like the ten warmest years in historical record. It's all the last ten years. It just every year, yeah. it just doesn't seem real or possible. But every year, it just continues to get hotter and hotter and hotter. And I kind of kind of like me. It, that's right. Every year. <laughs> every year. <laughs> every year, another couple degrees Celsius uh, hotter. Yeah, exactly right. So. I've not reached my full peak yet, as far as that's concerned. I'm, It'll maybe be dangerous age, when you do. Yeah, I'm thinking like say age uh, seventy-seven, fucking, something you'd like that. You'd be going that. like Scion and Super Scion on that shit. Yeah, after seventy-seven, seventy-eight, we won't even be able to look at you. That's right. That's right. You'll so have so it. much riz. <laughs> Do, do yes. you know what? The, have you heard this term? I just I learned it like two days ago. <laughs> yes, short people can't fucking say the word charisma, so they say oh, riz. What is this? Yeah. Yeah, I just learned today. I've I've heard the term, but I didn't ever know what people were talking about because I'm forty fucking three years old. And, <laughs> and then somebody explained it. Charisma. I'm like, okay, I get that it makes sense, like why, but like fucking why? Anyway, I, sorry. Hijack that. Go ahead. That's no. That's that's just that's one that popped. That I just looked at okay. up, and that's very yeah. So go ahead. All right, I got one. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Well, one fact is uh, my burps uh, taste like sweet baby Java. <laughs> um, the next one I have, and, and uh, this is always a good one. Mm-hmm. Giraffes and humans have the same number of neck bones. Hmm. They're just spread out uh, differently, and, Interesting. and 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 let's sweeten the pot here. The mm-hmm. fact, the the closer fact, or the the better fact is, is that all mammals have the same amount of neck bones. Well, how about that? There you go. Hmm. Okay. I those are the two that I listed, and then I while you know while we're all getting ready tonight. Um, uh, my producer uh, uh, looked up a bunch more. So, but uh, you I, got any more? Yeah, one is. Then this is more fun. This is not as like a bummer, like a, a fucking uh, global warming. Sorry Thank about that. God. Yeah, 
And, and this is one in your head where it's you don't really want to believe it because you probably have eaten the cereal uh, growing up, maybe even recently. But uh, Fruit Loops, it's all the same flavor. Multiple colors. Okay. All the same flavor. You think in your mind that you know blue is you know, berry and yellow is right. banana or whatever it is. Nope. And you're like, the combination creates that one flavor. Yeah. And then you don't realize no matter what the combination I put, you know, on the spoon, it all tastes the same. You're all tastes wow. Same. Okay. There you go. There you go. So right. you, again, ladies and gentlemen, don't say you don't fucking learn things by listening nope. to the show. Nope. People try to tell me all the time. I don't learn anything from your show. I'm like, see, guess, see, give yourself a little thumbs down. Don't do that, man. Nope. Actually, anyway. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this down. The, mm-hmm. the, the name of this episode uh, when you see mm-hmm. it on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> learn, idiot, learn. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, my next fact, the, the one that here, people were on the moon before they put uh, wheels on suitcases. You know, you roll them through the, through the through the airport and stuff. That didn't come in uh, uh, keeping with space here. All we know is the moon landing occurred on July 20th, 1969, but the first patent for wheels on luggage was issued in 1972. Hmm. Seems crazy. How about that? Hmm. Did you know that they that they still did beheadings in France up until 1977? <laughs> really? That's a fact. How about that? The, the, with the guillotine, like the, the old fucking school guillotine, up until 1977 was the last person um, beheaded. Uh, here's one, Dean. That quote: "Fancy riding on bikes is illegal in the state of Illinois." So, it, fancy riding includes fancy riding. riding. Yes, it includes riding without hands or taking your feet off the pedals. It is illegal huh. in the state of Illinois. But fortunately, Dean, it is legal in the state of Ohio and everywhere mm-hmm. else for that matter mm-hmm. to ride an authentic electric bike, courtesy of our friends at RPM Bike Shop, found here in uh, Northeast Ohio in Carrollton, Ohio. You can find them on Facebook, RPM Bike Shop. Find them online. You can also give them a call at 330-808-7792. Make your own fun fact about yourself that you got a new awesome electric bike in 2024. Just don't take your hands uh, and feet nope. off the pedals if riding nope. it in the state of Illinois. Because again, it is a illegal to do so. Dean, there did you go. have any other ones? Yes. Uh, you know what? I I don't think I could beat that fact. You probably yeah. have the greatest fact of uh, out there. So um, I think hell, you win, brother. There you have it. Excellent. All right. Well, we've done different uh, topics on. We we talked about a lot today. We talked about pop culture. We talked about sports. <laughs> talked about fun facts. Uh. We haven't really got into some music topics here, but we're going to make that our main topic after the break. Five, four, three. All right, we're back from the 
final, final uh, break. Brian, we are going to now discuss mm-hmm. um, uh, fictional bands and well, slash singers. Right. Um, we have seen them all out there throughout movies and television throughout the 1980s, 70s, 80s, 90s, shit, probably from the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if there has been television or movies, there have been um, fictional bands and singers only because, like, it's probably really fucking expensive to get some of these acts <laughs> or to pay for the rights, right? So well, that's probably why, a factor. you know, you have a producer out there... Why can't we just make our own band? We have to pay shit if we do our own stuff. So here we go. So throughout time, we have developed and uh, put together as a culture a group of, which you could probably do. I don't know about you, Brian, but like as many as there is, the Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame could probably do a, a, a small wing. Hmm. I like that. devoted to devoted to to these. You don't necessarily have to put them in the actual Hall of Fame, sure. but but why not? I mean, they they the songs are written. I guess. I mean, I yeah. I don't remember the exact criteria for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know album sales or whatever. So maybe so that might not be years, it. But many years after your first album, something like okay. That. Yeah, some of my not even put out an album, but at least you could do a small wing and and represent. Yeah. Um, some of these, you know, these l- beloved mm-hmm. groups or bands. I like the idea. Gets people interested in music, and they, yeah, I love it. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, what's your, what's your first one? Go ahead. Well, um, just to, you know, if this is your first time listening, we are convincing idiots. So mm-hmm. we don't. When we do a Mount Rushmore of things we enjoy, come on, we're idiots. <laughs> we don't do four. We do five. So, this is our Mount Rushmore of fictional bands or musicians. And I'm going to start off with probably um, something near and dear to, I would say, most Americans' hearts. Mm -hmm. uh, Coming from the uh, long-running show of The Simpsons, they are the B-Sharps. Yeah. They are uh, Homer Simpson, Apu, Barney Stinson, and Principal Seymour Skinner. Good one. Um, the B Sharps. They did the they the the famous episode where they replicated the um, uh, rooftop mm-hmm. from the from the Beatles, the rooftop concert at the end of their career. And uh, yeah, so the B Sharps from the Simpsons. That's a good one. Brian, what about you? you I'm first going to start with the thank you. I'm going to honor my shirt. Allie got me this shirt here. If you're watching video, you can sort of see it. But uh, it's a Moss Eisley. I'm doing the thumbs up again, doing the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. There you go. It's yeah, it's exciting on video. The irony um, is that it that it went black and 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 blacked the shirt out as you were trying to point to it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it's a Moss Eisley Cantina shirt, advertising also the. Cantina band, so the Star Wars Cantina band from the original Star Wars New Hope. Uh, one of the greatest scenes of that movie, in my opinion. You know the song if you're a Star Wars fan. It happens to be my ringtone even to this day. Very catchy song, and Brian. says that the whole thing with Han Solo and Chewbacca. Great scene, a lot of fun. So the Cantina band, go ahead. What would you say if I said the words Figrin, Dion? And the modal 
nodes. That's the actual name of the band, isn't that it? That's is the actual name of the wow. most Isley Scantina band. That's true. That's super nerd stuff there. Yeah, there we go. I have that written. That was one of my honorable mentions, so. Yeah. I had the Star Wars, I think you did as well. I had the soundtrack album as a I kid. I did track. So there you go. Wow. So I just listened to the music. I played that Cantina band song a, a, a thousand times yeah. as a kid. Yeah. I want to fuck to it. Uh, you think yeah. you, you think any of our ladies will be up for it? It it fits the the tone of an experience, I'm sure, right. with our with our ladies. Yeah, and both of them yeah. will go. Yeah, you two can fuck to it. Go ahead. Right, <laughs> <laughs> hey. the, the disco version in the seventies. By the way, yeah. have you heard that? Yeah, good stuff. I, I've heard what, it. what else you got? What else you got? Mm. Right, number two on my list. Um. They saved the world mm. with their music. Do you know how yes. they do? Because uh, Socrates and, and, and Abraham mm-hmm. Lincoln and everybody told them so. They are the Wild Stallions. Mm. Uh, that is yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. In, awesome. And all the other movies. But yeah, Bill and Ted, the Wild Stallions. Very good. I think I saw they're making a fourth one. Okay, I didn't see the third one. Third one's not bad. It's good. Okay, if you're, if it's, it's a whole, you know, it's the, it's their daughters that have more of a prominent role in the in the movie. You know, Bill and Ted's okay. daughters, but still a lot of fun. Because yeah, check that out. They have, they have trouble coming up with a song. They say they have to do another song. They they just can't figure it out. So it's a, okay. it's an interesting story. Anyways, <clears throat> very good. Uh, Movie I thoroughly enjoyed watching so it was uh, my young daughter Peyton was growing up, um, now in her twenties, but you know loved watching movies with her. Growing one of our favorites, just kind of stumbled across it. The great Jack Black, School of Rock. So oh, okay. not, yeah, it's yeah. on streaming now. I think it's on Netflix now. One of Jack Black's best films, easily in my opinion. So he goes to school and creates a rock band of kids, and they actually. And he's the teacher. He's the teacher. He's portraying a substitute teacher. uh, Decides he's going to get this band together. And he gets kicked out of his own band. He's faking being a substitute teacher. Realizes these kids in the school have musical talent. As most bands. That's how they start. Of course. Puts his band of kids together to go compete in a local band show to win money. And turns out again, these are but the I think the kids in this actually played the instruments. Yeah, they so did. They're actually very talented yep. kids, and it's it's a lot of fun. So the, the name of the band was School of Rock. Now, since since actually the premise has caught on, there's actually actual schools of rock out there where you know people yeah. are teaching. Yeah, there's kids music. competitions too. Yeah, from it. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. But great movie if you're not seen. If you're a heavy metal fan, especially, too, you'll you'll definitely thoroughly enjoy that movie what else you got dean all right i'm gonna say the name of this band brian and if you don't quite get it i'll 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 take the second step of of giving you the hint because Mm. i did the same thing megan and the second hint got her because the the name of the band is marvin barry and the starlights are you familiar yes indeed yes you know your cousin Barry. My favorite line in Back to the Future when he's yeah. talking to his his quote unquote cousin Chuck Berry and yeah. backstage. Hey, hey, Chuck, Chuck, it's me, your your cousin. Yeah, 
Chuckin' Barry. <laughs> like they had to make it a point that you, he's talking to Chuck Berry and he's playing Chuck Berry on the thing. It, it's just so cheesy and, and it's fantastic. But uh, their rendition of Earth Angel uh, was haunting and beautiful. Super good. Yep. So th- that alone, not just the the association with the famous Chuck Berry, mm-hmm. brings them onto my list as number three. Great pick. Marvin Berry and the Starlights. Great pick. This next fictional singer singing an incredible song in this uh, fictional biopic. I, one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite comedies by far. I love this movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but just looking at this and talking about it makes me go back and watch it again here. Uh, the great John C. Riley playing Dewey Cox. So Dewey Cox, Walk Hard, just... He's on my honorable mention. Yeah, super great original songs in this thing. The movie is absolutely hilarious. It just totally makes fun of every musician biopic you've ever seen. Just if, phenomenal. Great if stuff. You were, I, I can't it, it, it begin to tell anybody if you're a, a, like a music biopic fan or just any sort of music movie. The, the absurdity which they make fun of it, and John C. Riley, it, it it cements him as one of the greatest comedic. It's so goddamn funny. Yeah, the scene, the goddamn scene where he's sitting in front of the bed and the dicks keep walking by yeah. his face yeah. and his honest, re- you know that there's there's fucking honest reaction of him like flinching as the each fucking dick they're it's getting bigger too as each guy walks by with they're swinging dicks by his. It's so fucking funny. That's Such good. a great movie. I love it. Yeah, he, just, he sings a song. As, he's, he's portraying like a 15-year-old kid as, as a current age, which was ridiculous. <laughs> and the guys around him are actually 15-year-old kids yeah. on the stage playing. <laughs> it's so good. When his brother got fucking sawed and happening, he was still alive. <laughs> again, if you're listening to us describe this and you've never seen it before, um, it is along the lines of airplane. You know what I mean? Like, it is yeah. slapstick. It is absurd yeah. um, visual and, and all that. So it's by no means do, does it take itself seriously. It, it, it's just, it's one of the best, especially at that era. Absolutely. Tim Meadows, fabulous in that movie as well. Yeah. So, yeah, check out. It's druggy. It's, all right. So yeah. I, I could yeah. get in and just talk about that movie for an hour. We so. got we to watch it. We'll leave it at that. Time. Absolutely. Yeah, we both love that movie. Yeah, it'd be great. It, what else you got one? Get jazz cabbage. All right. Yes. So I'm going to go my number four. This movie bombed at the box office. Hmm. But I remember it as a kid watching it on HBO all the time. And it was, I, I just remember that it was, it was, they seemed like the coolest band. And it, as a kid, I thought they were real. Hmm. I think they have them. Album. I think you can get the album or cassette tape. Um, 19. Uh, was it 1983? Eddie and the Cruisers? Yes, that's right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even remember. The, I, and again, that was the only one I didn't look up. Like I just knew from the beginning of this this thing that that's who I want to start with. It was Eddie and the Cruisers mm-hmm. as a kid because it was one of those where like I didn't know if it was it it was a fake band. Well, now the the I looked them up as well. So the 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 song. Was it? Uh, it was. It was released as Eddie and the Cruise, but it was actually the John Cafferty, the Beaver Brown Banks band sang that song. It was oh, like yep, the, yep, right here, John Wild Cafferty. Side, take a walk on the wild something. I know, not, not take a walk on the wild side. No, was, uh, no, no, no. 
uh, I can't remember the name of it. What was actually a top 40 hit, but it was under the fictional band that it came out. But yeah, it was actually that, John yeah. and it, I mean, what a great concept. You know what I mean? Sure. Especially back then when you don't have the internet and, mm-hmm. and all you have, you know, you get rumors and stuff. It was... Yeah, it, it it's kind of the Blair Witch Project of of music band movies. Yeah, they also had that movie that was like they had a fictional band. They had a real band sing "I Can Dream About You." That was another big hit in the, in that era for the you know that. But it was a fictional band acting it out in the movie, and those were a couple of big videos on MTV back in its day. I remember both of those videos from that okay. movie being very popular at the time. So yeah, that's a good one. Uh, okay, the greatest, one of the greatest fictional bands of all time. Oh, you're about to take my number five. J- just by you saying that, I know who you're going with. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, it, another great fictional biopic. They're making another one. They're making a sequel mm-hmm. by the great Rob Reiner. You turn it up to 11 for Spinal Tap. Ladies Fuck, and gentlemen, yes. actually, again, sang songs. There's actual songs. You know, I don't right. know if they all played instruments necessarily, but uh, the they 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 did sing and just hilarious. And this, they, some people say that this uh, mockery of '80s uh, hair bands, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time, was one of the reasons that the glam metal started to go downhill. It's just a whole making fun of that whole era. And shortly after, grunge music began. So, uh, well, there's still there's, hilarious movie. Go ahead, please. No, I, I was going to say that all sorts of like interviews with like musicians, mm-hmm. and when they, that movie comes up, they they say them and their you know bandmates went to see it in the theaters, and mm-hmm. all of them spent the whole time nudging each other, going, "Oh, that, that happened to us. That happened to us." Mm-hmm. You know, and and like how absurd real the absurdity was yes they were cranking up to 11 so to speak mm-hmm. but like how real the the certain situations that they were put in actually happened to a lot of these bands in one way or the other so i i've always found that fascinating but I, Hello, I didn't know that they were doing a new one yes Fuck! I, uh, all right, and, and I haven't seen it since I was like younger, so I I I need to watch again. I just I remember like you know the you know the popping off points and whatnot, but I need to watch that again. Where, the whole, where can I watch it? That? It's on streaming, I believe. But it's a whole Stonehenge thing. It's like they and they lowered the stones <laughs> down, and they were smaller. they were teeny tiny behind. Oh my god, just so great, so great, good stuff. Comedic gold throughout that entire movie. All right. Believable, like you said. Go ahead, please. Which sure. Next? Absolutely. All right. So since you took this as Spinal Tap, I'm going to go with mm-hmm. number five. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm picking off my uh, 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 other list here. Sure. <clears throat> I'm going to go with the original. Just where punk rock probably, or punk rock, grunge, um, just the wildness and soul of rock and roll presided in the 70s and and and, and cultivated mm. and that was with the band Dr. Teeth and the Electric mm. Mayhem yes indeed mm-hmm. yes indeed 
their drummer was a fucking animal. I want to tell you that. Literally, literally. This band was was <laughs> when you, when you you're watching the as I'm telling everybody, it, it's from the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid, you're watching. You know, you watch Miss Piggy and Kermit and Fozzie, and you're watching all these normal things. But then this this band comes on that is just rowdy and wild and just banging shit mm-hmm. and hairs flying everywhere. It 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 was the perfect example of society, as in you have like, you know, the the everyday people out there, Kermit and the Fozzie and the Miss Piggy and and Gonzo, and then you, let's look at the music side of the Muppets, and it's just wild and, and frantic and 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 fucking punk rock, you know. So that's why I will put Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. On my list. Awesome. Have you watched the series, Dean, on Disney? No, I have not. The, the newest either. one? Yeah, there's a new series for there's a Dr. T series. Yeah, I've dropped seen it. just last year. I haven't watched either. Now makes me want to watch it. Yeah, good stuff. Love that. Great, great choice. My favorite fictional band, I love Spinal Tap, but my favorite fictional band who's also did actually tour, did sing. And the band played their own instruments, the whole thing. They've made a couple of albums that you can get to this day. Uh, one is actually hanging on, on my wall downstairs. Watch this movie countless times. It's one of those movies as a kid. It was on cable. Watched it tons and tons of times. The uh, great Elwood and Juliet, Jake Blues, the Blues Brothers, Dan Aykroyd, They're John Belushi. List. And get super talented band. They actually sang the movie. I think is a lot of fun. It's not one that uh, it's, it's more of a, I guess a cult type thing. The movie, yeah, I suppose. I'd say, I'd say so. It's a more of a musical and all that. I love it. I watched it, and I just enjoy the hell out of it. I've listened to the albums. The albums are fun. Those guys truly enjoy that right type of music. They have a passion for it. They I mean, knew was, what they were doing. They definitely knew what they were doing. They brought back at the time when this movie came out in 1980, they brought back some of the old Motown yeah. artists who were sort of fading a little bit, and they brought them back out and kind of helped rejuvenate like Aretha Franklin and some other uh, careers back then. <clears throat> Excuse me, but love the Blues Brothers. That's my number five. That's my number All one right. of five. Excuse me. Go ahead. All right. So, well... Um, let's go ahead and, and recap our five, and then we can get mm-hmm. into some honorable mentions. Sure. Go ahead, sir. You start. All right. So I have number one, I have the B-Sharps mm-hmm. from The Simpsons, Wild Stallions from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, Marvin Berry and the Starlights from Back to the Future, Eddie and the Cruisers from Eddie and the Cruisers, mm-hmm. and then I had Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, rounding out my number five. Fantastic. I had the Cantina Band from the Star Wars, School of Rock, Dewey Cox, Spinal Tap, and the Blues Brothers. That's a good list. That's that's a damn good list. Both great lists. Give me some of your honorable mentions. What do you got, sir, if you take a drink of uh, Tasty Beverage there? All right. Um, You can just run through them real quick. You can run through them. We're going to go bounce back and forth, whatever you want to do. This went quick. Yeah, I was gonna say this went quick. So let's go back and forth. Yeah, I actually want to um, not 
challenge, but but let's go along with you with your most Eisley and mm-hmm. the figuring the and and modals and the no whatever however the that is. <laughs> but let's go simple. Let's go the Max Rebo band. They played at Jabba's Palace. Mm-hmm. Max oh. Rebo band. Now, which 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 rendition of the song? Oh, the first one. I do okay. not want the guy screaming into the microphone. He wasn't there. It is mm-hmm. bullshit. It is propaganda. I will not accept it. I'm with you. Very good. The first version, yes, the first original cut of yep. Return of the Jedi. I like that one. Good. All right. Uh, let's see here. I've got now this this guy. I've heard that he good. He good. That boy good. That boy good. Sexual chocolate. Have you heard of this? Sexual this was sexual chocolate. chocolate. This was uh, the great Eddie Murphy from Coming to America. Uh, that <laughs> oh, scene when he's up yeah. on the stage singing, and you know, right. the, the older guys in the neighborhood are like, "That boy good. He good. He good." He's like, "Yeah, good and terrible." Yeah. Arsenio Hall, Eddie Murphy, just a fantastic yep. movie. One of Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall's best movies, uh, flat out, period. But uh, I love that scene. When Eddie Murphy was portraying that old soul dude up on the stage singing, just fantastic. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> um, yeah, we actually, we watched the, scrolling through Prime to see what they had. Mm-hmm. Coming to coming to america is up there yeah. like, I'm like i'm like i at least gotta see it sometime i gotta check it out and, i will watch and, it sometime and megan's like she goes why would they mess with it why would they mess with such a classic I'm like Money. i know but yeah sure eddie murphy's in it and then yeah. so, you know they all come back and, and so why not come back and reprise I'll, yeah i'll check it out yeah all right um let's see i have okay there here here we go um I have Stillwater. The band Stillwater was portrayed hmm. um, in the nineteen uh, or early two thousand, maybe nineteen ninety nine. The movie hmm. Almost Famous. Oh yeah, right. That is the band of the 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 kid is shadowing for for the, the for, for the magazine. Mm-hmm. But the band is Stillwater from the movie Almost Famous. Excellent. I am a golden god. <laughs> Jumps off the roof. <laughs> it's a good movie. I've actually, I've actually never seen the original. When, when it, I only saw it when it first came out on video, or not first, but, and I've only seen the director's cut, which was like fucking almost three hours. So I don't hmm. know what the actual movie is, like what everybody else saw in the theater. I have no clue. I've never hmm. seen it other than the one time, and it was a three-hour director's cut. Wow. Okay. So who knows? Hmm. Uh, another honorable mention for me: one of the one of the greatest fictional boy bands, I think of all time. I'm going to give you Finger Bang. Finger Bang is the fictional what? boy band portrayed by the South Park Kids. Oh, yes. At, yes. at, at least at least one or two episodes. Great name, first of all. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So if you've not seen this episode of South Park, if you're a South Park fan and haven't uh, watched some of the older episodes, go watch the one with Finger Bang. Hilarious. Definitely makes fun of boy bands a whole bit. Uh, good stuff. All right. So, all right. Um, 
You know what well, that because we overlap some in, in my um, honorable mentions. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna look through here because um, I when I was looking up earlier, I knew there was some like I just don't Go physically have the, the space on the paper here. Um, what was the one here? Uh, oh yeah. First of all, did you know the gorillas isn't real? You know what? I saw that in looking the, up these, yeah. and I I did not realize that it's like a fictional. This is one guy that does all the music, but they're all I fictional had no clue. characters. I didn't either until I read Dude, that. Either. Fucking today, I did not know the gorillas was a fake band. Yeah, isn't that good? So let's put them on the list. Why not? Uh, oh, they're they're great. Or he's great. They're great. Whatever. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. And let's go Josie and the Pussycats, the cartoon yeah. and the movie. You know what? Yeah. Why not? Let's let's just just the the band herself. That's a good one. Um, in every very iteration, Josie yeah. and the Pussycats. I like it. I like it. In that same vein, Dean, the Archies. While we're at it, so the Archies was a fictional, mm-hmm. you know, the Archie mm-hmm. comics characters. Uh, on the, it was an old animated Archies show that they yep. they were there and they had a they had an actual band that called themselves the Archies. They had a hit with you might have sugar sugar you know you know that so that was sung by the quote unquote Archies, but it was whatever. Exactly right. That's it. Let's talk about flagged. I'll stop singing. Great fun song. Yep. I did not know that was from Archie's or the the correlation with that. That's yep. fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Here's one, and it's the only one. When I had an iPod, it was the only song of this elk, this this genre that I would have had mm-hmm. on my iPod. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, "I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow" by the Soggy Bottom Boys, portrayed in the movie by George Clooney. Um, uh, hey. Uh, what are the other two guys' name? Uh, uh, he played Jesus in uh, Big Lebowski. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah! Right, right. What movie was this from? Oh, brother, we're, we're from out now. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it was. I mean, there there was a band behind them. It's kind of like um, the idea of uh, La Bamba. All the mm-hmm. songs that, that were sung in the movie La Bamba was the uh, Los Lobos mm-hmm. was the band that did it, and oh okay, yeah, and uh, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips just kind of lip synced through it, mm. but Los Lobos did it. So yeah, the Soggy Bottom Boys in that movie Oh Brother were out there um, was you know George Clooney and I'm trying to look at. Guy's goddamn name. Anyways, doesn't matter, honestly. So, okay, we got. If you know this one, you get an extra cool point from me. Sammy Kerr. Have you heard of Sammy Kerr? Hmm. I I am not familiar. Sammy Kerr. so, So it's a sort of an obscure '80s horror movie. Uh, featuring Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne at the time. Wow! Uh, this is this is a, a trick or treat. The movie. So okay, it, it was I, the, I heard the movie. Yeah, very weird movie. Uh, but this kid is a huge heavy metal fan. Sammy Kerr is the fictional uh, heavy metal uh, singer. Okay. okay. He 
he passes away and you know the kid wants to he's been bullied at school it's the kid it was like the nerdy kid from uh the michael keaton uh tv show back in its back in the day i can't it doesn't matter i'm going down a rabbit hole here but um kids picked on at school he summons sammy kerr somehow by back masking at the time it was this whole thing that was yeah, a big yeah, thing yeah. in the, the 80s we were going back <laughs> <to the laughs> exactly summons the, the the ghost of sammy kerr basically who goes on this whole revenge thing with the kid to you know basically kill his uh <laughs> bullies it's it's a whole odd Fuck, i want to see this movie what is this again it, what's the name trick of it? or treat the movie i have it on dvd dean so we could definitely have a viewing uh for that free. sounds awesome do you remember the, the movie no retreat no surrender no uh-huh. it is the same genre but this kid's getting picked on and bullied so so he's some i don't know how he summons but like the ghost of bruce lee appear to him and trains him nobody can see him because he's a ghost so like people like will see him training and talking to bruce yeah. lee in his yeah. basement these are award winners oh yeah the 80s you know, are I, amazing oh my god yeah and then the, the soundtrack was actually it's a fa- it's a if you like 80s metal it's i mean I, yeah of course i do but it's a fantastic soundtrack there's an actual band called Fastway that did this whole album, the soundtrack. So this is it's Fastway doing it, but it's Sammy Kerr okay. singing it, if you will. But just a fantastic soundtrack. Fun movie. Goofy, ridiculous, over the top. So uh, Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr, fantastic. Yes. Well, I think, that, I, I think that's about it for me there. Uh, I, 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 you got, I, for me, growing up in the, you know, Watching 60s and early 70s reruns, the Partridge Family. You got to mention them as well. Sure, you know, sure. pretty popular television show with uh, David Cassidy, who actually did have a hit or a couple of hits on his own as a solo artist. He actually could sing uh, back in the 70s. If you're going to do that, you have to name the monkeys. The monkeys were actually, yeah, they were. That's right. on they the were verge. Sort of, they they it, st- it only the started because of the yes. show, though. So oh, you're right. technically. You're right. They were a, there was kind of a fictional band, but they actually could play, and they want to play and they became, and the, a lot of hits. And you got to think they became a real band, right? They did because, they like, sure they did. went on tour. They had yeah. albums. So, yeah. regardless of how they started, um, a lot of people like busting the monkeys and stuff. But they were an actual band. They 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 toured. They did the thing. They had the albums, mm-hmm. and they were good. I mean, good. put any fucking fifty song up to Daydream Believer. It's I a fantastic song. It is. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, great, uh, great topic. And again, we found this out there on X. Let me just post it a random question. Yeah, and we're having a lot of dialogue. Ah, but it's good. It's 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 a very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So, if you out there listening, watching, have some favorite to fictional uh, bands or artists, we'd uh, love to hear from you. Any other ones, Dean? Anything else at all? Um, no, I mean, I'm looking through, I mean, some that, I mean, I recognize them, but not enough to mention. I I, I think we've, I think we've covered it. Well, many fictional bands and even real bands, you know, if you're a rock band, especially, I mean, typically you're probably going to sport a tattoo, right? So if you're starting your own real band or a, if you're starting your own fictional band, 
Maybe you're gonna have fucking Fastway do the backtrack of your. We started a your... fictional podcast. We did, we did absolutely. Uh, if you need a real tattoo, go check out our sponsors at uh, Golden Heart Tattoo in Northeast Ohio, Norton, Ohio. Find them online on Facebook. First of all, at Golden Heart Norton. I have an appointment next week. Do you really? Yeah, uh, I'm getting Eddie and the Cruisers tattooed on my uh, my left breast. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, you can look them up online as well, goldenhearttattoos.com, or give them a call for your own Eddie and the Cruisers tattoo at 234-706-2982. Dean, we have come to another end of another Nicholas episode. We've made it. Regardless, uh, in spite of the uh, struggles that we had with Nick not being here, mm-hmm. Brian, we solved the world's problems tonight. I think we did yet again. Several yeah. times. Several times. At least in Sweden. Well, you got to start in somewhere. Sweden. Yeah. Let's start. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Again, as a reminder, you can listen to us where we listen to podcasts. Find us on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots. Find us on our YouTube music channel, also at Convincing Idiots. All show information can be found on our LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn. I said LinkedIn. Linktree. We just just finished it up. Yes, we are. There you go. (laughs) Our Linktree, that is. Linktree, Convincing Idiots. All links to all media is there for you. And you go to to Little One Place, find us on our website, Convincing Idiots dot wordpress dot com and have we convinced you that we are actual podcasters and not actors portraying podcasters hmm This week on Convincing Idiots, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about the Emmys. And somebody is playing Richard Simmons in a new biopic. Who is it? And this week's question, idiot question of the week, we talk about our favorite. God damn it. I, I fucked up the, the thing. I, <laughs> damn okay. it. It's all right. As soon as I fucked up the first word, I'm like, I'm done. And our idiot question of the week, we discuss, um, God damn it. I knew it was going to get me. Facts that don't seem to be real, but are. Something that isn't real that we love are fictional music artists and bands from TV and movies. And we're going to share our list with you this week. (laughs) I fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) It was something of the only one.